with sound. Alright. What's up everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho and with me is Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we'll be doing the new Edgar Wright horror film, Last Night in Soho, directed by Edgar Wright, starring Thomasin McKenzie, Anya Taylor-Joy, Matt Smith, Michael Ajayo, Terrence Stamp, and Diana Rigg. Um, before we get into the actual film, let's get into, you know, what we thought before you watched it, our preconceived notions, our opinions, our expectations, and the context of this film before we actually watch it. So, Carmela, how did you feel before stepping into that theater, that faithful Thursday night, <laughs> Friday night, before you watched the film? What, what were your expectations, your context, and how did you feel before watching the movie? I was pretty excited for this movie. Um, it's coming from Ed- Edgar Wright. He makes very stylish, like flashy movies that are always very fun and entertaining. Um, and I was excited because... It was like kind of his first horror, um, like true horror, I guess. Uh, and you know, it stars Anya Taylor Joy. We all love her. Hell yeah! Um, wood, 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 and wood. I liked Tom- Thomason McKenzie's performance in Jojo Rabbit, so I was very excited for her too. Um, so yeah, just overall pretty stoked about this. Um, and yeah i'm not gonna say anymore but yeah josh what did did you have any like high or mid or low expectations for this i had quite high expectations um huge fan of edgar wright love baby driver love Shaun of the dead love hot fuzz love that world's end loved uh scott pilgrim and it seemed like he was just like on a perfect track like ever since those movies came out and those movies i watched pretty often and, and replayed a lot so i'm like very very i was very excited for this film um and it was cool because it's like his first horror film it, i have never i don't think he's actually made a horror film Shaun of the dead kind of but that's more of a comedy but um yeah i was like really excited to see him dive deep into this sort of sort of genre um it seemed like he was like trying to check off all the boxes you have like um, Baby Driver to have that action film. You have Shaun of the Dead to be the um, comedy film. And then you have Scott Pilgrim to be like that stylistic art house slash hipster film. So it's like, it seemed like he was sort of checking these boxes and trying out different genres instead of saying in what he's comfortable with, which I was like, oh, that's really cool. Um, not to mention like seeing the trailers and stuff for this film. Like it was really cool to see, like seeing um, what this movie was trying to like preview to us and seeing these scenes of Anya Taylor-Joy and Thomason sort of like go back and forth as identity and I was like that's really cool that's crazy I can't wait to see it um but yeah honestly I had high expectations I love Edgar Wright and I was just like I'm ready to see this movie um and we'll I guess we'll talk about you know what happened when we watched the movie (laughs) um but before I do that of course I want to give a spoiler alert this is a fairly new film so if you haven't watched it yet go ahead and watch it come back but if you want to spoil it for yourself for whatever reason go right ahead I can't control you you are not my son slash daughter slash person that I take care of so do whatever you want the world is your oyster but with that Carmela do you want to give a little plot summary of the film last night in Soho Shortly after moving to London, an aspiring fashion designer mysteriously discovers that in her dreams, she can travel to the 1960s as a young woman named Sandy. 
but she soon learns that all the glitz and glamour is actually something much darker. Oh no, <laughs> not something much darker. <laughs> so I guess with that plot summary, Carmela, and spoiler warning that I said, what did you actually think of the film Last Night in Soho? No holds barred. Get right into it. Tell me, what did you think, Carmela? <laughs> I thought it was okay. I thought this movie had a really, really good setup and concept. And I honestly really liked so many of like the elements and like so many of the sequences too in this scene. Um, but with that, I think the rest of the movie had a very like average to like to like messy execution. Um, I feel like he Edgar Wright took this movie into a direction that like was uh, just not ideal it was okay it was like fine you know um and a lot of the things that I loved in the beginning like you know setting up like certain characters backstories or like certain you know the care the main characters like quote-unquote like abilities um, of like being able to see like ghosts or dead people a lot of those things had very loose ends that are never like revisited or don't really like amount to anything important to the overall story in the end um and i it really irked me every time like her like ability kind of like changed and it's never explained um and like and like those rules around that are never explained um which was like a really huge appeal for like just the setup in general. Um, and I will get more into like certain scenes that happened, but I think those things about the movie really made it like the way it was, like which is like com like average and messy. And I, I, I'm sad to say I was I'm like disappointed in Edgar Wright with this execution. I think he he had like. So a, a good idea there was a really good idea here um but yeah what did you think josh what was like your general impression of this movie <sighs> i unfortunately have to agree that this movie for me was like whatever too okay in, in the scale of things like i feel like um i think we both expected a lot from edgar obviously and i think um we were expecting a lot especially it being in our favorite genre essentially like and even like the trailers and everything too and like the setup of it like, was very very interesting very very cool we have this like person that you know may or may not have this um power that we don't know about and and things like that things of that nature and um we were like okay that's gonna have what's gonna happen next i can't wait to see and it just became so dry especially for the main character i don't think um there are any there are any actually interesting parts about her other than her her way to be like going back to the past and stuff like that um nothing necessarily invested me in the main character i was more or less like interested in in anya taylor joy and what's happening to her and matt smith and um uh ajayo the the black artist or the black designer i was more interested in those people apart from like the main character and um i felt yeah i was not really interested in that and her as well like and I was just so excited because the beginning was so promising. Like we had this, like we had this introduction of her seeing spirits, this introduction of like what happened to her mom and, and if this is going to happen to the same person or the same um, kin. And like, 
it had a lot of potential, honestly. And I think um, he really dropped the ball here for me personally. I know, like, weirdly enough, there are a lot of positive reviews about this film, which I personally don't understand. It might be one of those times that, you know, me and Carmela just, I guess, don't understand the mass audience. But, I mean, that's fine. But it's, it's just different opinions. But, yeah, I don't know. It just felt like lots of running. I felt like... <laughs> um, <laughs> lots of running. I felt like it it wasted a lot of time for different scenes to happen and and different things to to happen that weren't really necessarily um, important. It was just more or less bringing more forward to the story, but it never really came around to investing itself in in the character or in its power or in its its reveal. Essentially, um, one thing that um, I personally loved and sort of like put some more points for me in in the film was like the reveal and um that whole scene towards the end where it's revealed that like she wasn't dead all along she's been the killer and she's um she's she's the one that's that's like the caretaker of the home and it becomes this like very much like oh shit like you're kind of fucked like it became that that part of the movie and like it she had this like she had so many good lines of like, oh, honey, like, I know you're not going to tell anyone because <laughs> like because she's essentially poisoning her. And like um, just that that whole reveal in her um, Alexandria, the old lady, like actually showing her true her true colors. And in that sense, like you created this really, really great um, scene of dread. Like I was very much like, geez, this is going to get ooh, this is going to look ugly for you. Um, and that whole reveal and like. And the scenes like following it of her following her as Ani Taylor Joy in this like weird fantastical like scene and and um, setup like it was just so fun and so great and then like unfortunately like after that wore off there the story started to continue and it wasn't necessarily the best parts of the story but that whole scene and the, and the scenes like after that was so great to me that like okay like I kind of like a little bit more but not enough to you know to get it out of that you know subpar category but how did you feel about the reveal how did you feel about those scenes like um did that help you like the movie any more or less um i i liked it too i liked that entire scene because i think it was a great scene that felt so tense and like you said like filled me with dread and I, I didn't know what to expect, like, truly. Like, I didn't know, like, what she was going to do next and, like, what was going to be the fate of, like, the protagonist. Um, and I was excited. I was excited to see what was going to happen next because before that point in the movie, it, it, it felt like I was kind of lost at some point. And then she was running, running, running. And then you're, like, kind of just going along with the story. But that scene hits and you're, like, wow, I'm excited. I'm fine. I feel, like, excited. I feel tense. I feel, like, scared. Um, and I think that's, yeah, I was, like, okay, that makes, I, I understand why you enjoyed that movie and why, I, why it kind of, like, put points back into, like, um, that scale. Because it was, like, truly one of the one of the few moments where you felt scared and you're, like, okay, cool, I'm buying into, like, the fear now. Um, and, like, unfortunately, like, like, I'll do, like, I'll do, although I like that scene, like, purely because of the feeling that it gave me, it, it doesn't, like, I, I don't feel like it tied well within, like, the actual story itself, which is why, like, I felt so so about it like um overall like it was okay like like it happening and it happening the way it did um in terms of like 
how this how it like ties in with the story made it made it okay it was whatever (laughs) um but the actual feeling that it gave was great it was fun um so i understand now yeah (laughs) yeah it almost like like when i was watching that that scene i was like okay i kind of i kind of am okay with how the story played out like i know like that like not it wasn't necessarily the biggest plot twist ever but it was definitely something that was like oh shoot it's her and have that sort of emotion spike up with me because for the most part of this film i was kind of floating through it you know like i wasn't like i wasn't like necessarily scared or like shocked or anything i was more or less like trying to figure out what's gonna happen next but when it came to the scene i had this like high point of energy of like oh my god that's so cool oh she's saying so many cool things oh my god she's gonna kill her and it was just like this um this sort of like rush of that emotion of having so much interest in the film all of a sudden like apart from me just being so disinterested and floating all of a sudden like a wave of it just started to come over me and like i was just so excited for that part so that's why i was like all right maybe this movie isn't that bad you know like maybe uh the wait wasn't that bad um but yeah as regards to the story um carmela you have a very important segment you want to talk about is um (laughs) a very important segment is uh what even is the story that Edgar Wright wants to tell? What is he trying to say? Um, and I know I'm asking this as a like I wrote this, but this is mainly um, your feelings and your opinions toward it. And obviously, I'm going to come in and out of what I think as well. But Carmela, what did you think Edgar Wright was trying to tell? Um, yeah, thank you so much, Josh, for first of all asking this question. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I like the reason why this like came up in my head because was was because I was asking myself this after I watched it. I was like, I want like, so what was kind of like, I always wonder what kind of story like the director wants to tell, especially when it's an original like screenplay like this one. Um, and I truly was confused. I I don't really, I'm sure he was going for like a combination of all of these things, like a cautionary tale, a ghost story, a story about you know men taking advantage of women and i'm sure he wanted to say something about that but um yeah and it it really shows like like this type of like questioning and these like questions floating in my mind really shows like how sort of disjointed and disoriented like i felt like even after the movie because the story didn't really amount to any one thing like i didn't really feel like i followed an actual story I I more or less like kind of watched bits and pieces of like you know really cool sequences put together but like if I thought about it like as a whole I don't really like know what I watched to be honest um but yeah like what what do you think did did you like think about this kind like what kind of story he was trying to tell overall or um were you just kind of like you never thought about it ever again after you watched it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you made a really good point. I think that honestly explains why I was just floating through this. It's because, like, I wasn't necessarily sure what was going to happen or what, you know, the moral, quote-unquote, moral of the story is or, like, what he was trying to do with this movie in particular. I think um, I was more or less just, like, trying to see what happens to this main character. Um, and, like, the ending obviously tried to push some sort of, like, revenge moral tale that i honestly don't understand <laughs> it tried to push like oh revenge of these people ah, 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 this and that 
um and like building off the trauma of this girl ah you know well i haven't seen this before ah but like <laughs> it was it, like you totally make you make a good point because not only did that like um did i don't not only do i still don't know it was not something that i thought about afterwards because it wasn't that impactful to me it wasn't i guess meaningful in that way to be for me to be like oh th- it was a story about this and that and it was so cool because it was just more or less like yeah it was cool <laughs> like, <laughs> like i just have my general opinions about it and kind of left um but i never really like asked myself like what is the story what is he trying to say i never really asked for that because there wasn't necessarily emotionally investing for myself to even question that you know i think um when it comes to these movies i don't necessarily have to question it in the first place but if i do question it it's because like i'm actually invested in and trying to figure out what the director is trying to do in 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 that particular film but this one i was just like i watched it you know that's it i guess uh edgar wright you know have another go maybe i don't know but i never really second guessed or, or had a second thought of as regards to like what he was trying to say what this movie was trying to mean um i did feel something at the end of like is he trying to say something is he trying to comment on something of, of like women being taken advantage of or whatever i was like kind of feeling that but i never really questioned it or had a second thought of it yeah and like like bringing up this question and this type of thing isn't like we're also not saying like oh every single movie needs to have a meaning needs to have like a moral kind of thing because if you look at his past movies like they don't really they're just a fun time they're very like well-told stories but they don't have like at the center like this epic like lesson in the middle you know um but i think for this movie in particular the reason why i even brought this up was because of certain subject matter like like sexual abuse sexual violation like towards women is being used as an element and like you said like even in the end you felt like there was some kind of like lesson or some sort of like message trying to be pushed like towards the audience i mean i obviously felt that too um and so yeah that's why like i even brought this up i'm talking to like the listeners right now not you josh (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah like that's the reason why we bring up this question um just as a disclaimer like we obviously know not every story is gonna have like or not every movie is gonna have like some kind of pushing some kind of like agenda or whatever yeah it's just weird like he's mentioned like um Shaun of the dead or like baby driver scott pilgrim that necessarily didn't have this sort of moral background it was trying to play off or some sort of message it was trying to give off it was just like a story that was interesting and fun and, and took this, took the audience for a ride and, and all that. It was never like in the end you actually, you know, learn this lesson of friendship or like <laughs> some dumb thing. It was never like that. It was just like, okay, the movie's ending. What a fun story, fun ride we just went through. It was never trying to comment on anything, which maybe again is another reason why this movie felt kind of um, shallow in a way. Like it was trying to say something, but Edgar Wright, who's a person that doesn't necessarily say stuff at the end of his films, kind of added that in this element and was kind of, you know, it obviously fell fat on it. It was very much like, a, it feels like a Hollywood move. And I, I feel like Edgar Wright is better than that. You know, I don't think Edgar Wright ever goes for the, and they all lived heavy, happily ever after ending. It was more or less like he tries to subvert, revert that or have a solution to the film and how it ends. It was never 
that sort of move he did. So that's why, again, why it felt so shallow because it was very much like a, a typical Hollywood move of, of trying to make it a happy story in the end or trying to say something that you weren't necessarily commentating throughout the movie. It was just more or less like, let's try to put this in there and have this reaction of, look at me, I'm very woke, I'm very much with the times kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, continue on. <laughs> yeah, and then... I I also just want to bring to attention like just two specific like um, things that he used for this movie to kind of like I think in his mind he was using them as elements for horror and yeah well, I'm, I'm just going to talk about why that's problematic <laughs> um, yeah first of all like yeah, at the I think at at the very center of this movie, it's the story of Anya Taylor Joy, a woman being sexually taken advantage of, being pimped out by Matt Smith's character, and um, basically the protagonist like trying to solve her murder, quote unquote, trying to like solve this mystery. But yeah, at the center of this all, it's it's a story about a woman being it, taken advantage of a man, and as a woman, I am just so tired of like these things being used as like elements for your story so it can be scary. And it's like, okay, like if, if you're not gonna, if you're gonna use this like character characteristic, this event, this trauma, like at least like say something substantial about it and not have it be so shallow like it ended up being um because he clearly did not have anything to say about it he clearly was using it as a point of horror as a point of like a plot twist too he's like oh psych she was killing all the people that were taking all the men that were taking advantage of her she's she's the murderer now haha <laughs> plot twist um and yeah and i think and on the flip side, I just want to bring, I guess, a similar example of like how this is done right. Um, not quite in the same vein as like sexual abuse, but just using like, I guess, women in like terms of like sex and like power and touch. Um, I don't know if if anyone who would be listening right now has seen um, Hill House by Mike Flanagan the TV show, but there's a character named Theo and she has like intimacy issues because she's, she has like an ability with like touching. So she's afraid of touching people. She's afraid of getting close to people. She's afraid of like having sex or like getting too close or whatever. Um, And that type of, that character and that type of treatment was just done well throughout the show. And it like actually developed with her character and it showed growth to the point where she wasn't afraid to touch. She wasn't afraid to have sex. She wasn't afraid to be herself anymore. And it was used in a horror context, but it wasn't shallow. It was actually used to like further the story and further that character. So I feel like, yes, like obviously you can like use these like story points or whatever, but like at least have it mean something, at least advance it in some way where you have like a meaningful story, a meaningful ending for like the women you're actually like portraying and like, like supposedly trying to like respect or whatever yeah i think i mean obviously i can't really <laughs> comment too much on it because i'm not a, a female but um yeah and i i heard many complaints especially from you sophia and other female viewers that um yeah it's just a a, a tired out 
plot point that's used again in Hollywood movies that um, try to proclaim some sort of message through sexual abuse, especially with women. Like, I don't know, especially like, I feel like it's just so empty a lot of the times, especially in this case, I think um, like Hill House was a good, a good example of that. Cause obviously like it turns into something that, that actually meant something and it actually meant something for the character, meant something for the story um this one in particular though it was just mainly used as like a plot twist slash a uh, uh, plot twist slash a plot point to make this uh uh to make it like shocking in a way but it, yeah. it really wasn't it was just like kind of a throwaway thing of like oh look at this she's sexually abused but got revenge good for her i don't know it was like it was just a weird empty gesture in the end and Especially when it comes to the subject of sexual abuse, that's very serious and very, very important to know about. It's 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 weird to have that as a plot point in any matter, even if you're doing it right. It's like very, very much a thin line to be cro- like crossing. And and in this instance, he sort of crossed it with no disregard. Um, and not to say that I think Edgar Wright has ill intentions at all. It's just like it's weird that he used this as an element for his story and not have any sort of meaning towards it um but yeah i mean obviously i totally get you and i totally get like you know how how a lot of these mainly white straight males that play (laughs) this sort of card in their movies and and stuff like that so i kind of get it and i obviously i'm not gonna try and explain myself because i'm not a female but yeah i totally get it and i totally understand like that sort of why this became such a shallow movie at the end, especially when it came to the ending and came to like almost like, Oh, look at her like a strong woman. Now that she killed everyone. Look at her now. And trying to, I guess sympathize or I don't know, try to like invest it more. It was just really weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the second piece, it, I, I can't expand on this. Like, too much i just want to point it out i just want to bring attention to it um so there is a scene in the movie where the protagonist who is a white woman is she's having a very vivid vision slash like dream or hallucination of anya taylor joy being like stabbed and murdered in her bedroom and simultaneously she has this guy over this like her love interest who is a black guy and they're like about to have sex but like midway through like you know them like about to do it she like suddenly starts screaming she said because she suddenly has like this like scary terrifying like vision of like this murder on her bed and so the whole scene plays out as if you know it looks like you know the protagonist the white woman is being sexually assaulted or violated by this black man and she's like screaming like bloody murder and the like what's it called the old lady comes in and she like basically you know shoes the guy out like it's just it's a terrifying scene for like everyone involved but i i just like can't believe the level of ignorance that it actually took to like put this this particular scene in and playing out this exact way and what it suggests like for when a white woman is involved in any way of like sexual violence like by a black man um for any of you who are listening who are not aware that was like that sort of accusatory nature that 
like between a white woman and black man is like the literal cause of the Tulsa race riots, which was were these horrible like riots that literally like destroyed this entire black town back in like the sixties or fifties or something. Um all because this white woman accused this black guy of like raping her in an elevator and he didn't. And yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, I'm gonna. I don't know if I should give Jarrett the benefit of the doubt here. No, um, I don't think he's. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just think it was. Um, it was very much in poor taste, and uh, considering the amount of uh, accusations are mainly towards black people. Um, yikes! <laughs> and obviously, like I can't expand on it too much because I, I don't experience that sort of, I guess, racism. Um, nor did I even think about it because I, I don't I have the privilege to not you know have that sort of um past or or look down upon but like yikes <laughs> like honestly like it, it was now that you pointed out obviously I was very much like oh that's a good point that's very weird um unfortunate um <laughs> but yeah uh very very weird of this scene and it honestly oh my god <laughs> i don't know what else yeah, to say because it was very yeah, very just, much a yikes like <laughs> this is very problematic and it's uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess with that <laughs> apart from like i guess the, the sort of rewrites and stuff that we already did um and obviously we're gonna just omit this scene altogether um is there i guess have you thought of a solution as regards to the problems that we have with the film again apart from the scene we just mentioned <laughs> because obviously we would change it but would you do are there any things that you thought about or any solutions for this film for our little rewriters corner for you to help and fix what edgar wright has made it obviously has a lot of potential and a lot of different things are happening with it but is there anything that you could you could think of that would help for this movie to be better and not just a, a so-so movie um yeah i mean there's honestly like a lot of different cool like directions this movie like could go um especially with the elements that you're playing with um first of all i would pinpoint what story am i trying to tell you know first of all but i think a cool version of this could have been like you know like the protagonist is set up to be, you know, this like fish out of water type of like situation. She's like this young girl trying to acclimate to this new city and she, she can't keep up with it. Um, and I kind of wish like Anya Taylor joy, like I, I like that she was someone that she admired and looked up to and like, you know, started like trying to become, but I kind of wish their stories were parallel with each other. I wish they were both fish out of water like you know like in tandem trying to help each other kind of thing like somehow they're affecting each other in a way um not just like you know the like what's her name ellie like jumping into the past kind of thing i i i kind of wish it was supernatural or weirdly sci-fi in a way where they affected each other's timelines um like i said there's so many different directions this could go like you could lean into the ghost story aspect too um you could have like Ellie, like this could have been a story about regret, 
you know ellie could have like been haunted by her mom because something happened and she won't leave her alone and now she's still seeing ghosts and whatever and she's seeing anya taylor joy's ghost because she has regrets or some shit i don't know it could have been something like that it could have been and they could have leaned into the horror aspect at that point um but yeah those are just like two kind of different directions this story could have gone maybe you could combine them i don't know but yeah like overall i think there was there's enough here to play with to like really have an interesting story and like it was it really was but yeah it just didn't add up in the end yeah i I was actually thinking about that time thing too it'd be cool to have their timelines actually affect each other almost like kind of like your name and in that sense um and also too it'd be cool like since it's sort of like this murder mystery thing if it was also helping Anya Taylor Joy avoid that murder and somehow like affecting that timeline as well, um, but yeah, it was obviously there's a lot of ways you could do this just because like the trailer itself was just so interesting and so vague that we didn't know what was going on. Um, for me though, like a couple things that I want like to be exemplified is definitely more character development with the main character. Um, maybe in tandem with Anya Taylor-Joy to sort of have that connection and have that, you know, bond. Um, honestly, I think we could get rid of the love interest for Thomason. Um, for, is her name Elle? Ellie? Eloise. It was like Ellie, Eloise. Eloise. Okay, okay. Yeah, so for Eloise, it'd be cool to take out that love interest, more or less focus on her. Um, Because I think the character development and, and investment was really lacking for me for this for this particular movie and i think like um i don't know it would have been more interesting to focus on her maybe like have this character study of her trying to live in this new city trying to get away from her past um like obviously her mom's death and her trying to deal with that grief in london because she has this amazing opportunity at a school um and you don't you don't necessarily need to focus on her roommates or the classmates or or anything of that nature because at the end of it like if you think about it like the school and what she did in school really didn't matter um like the like obviously the love interest didn't really matter it was just someone that helped her in the end kind of um the bullies in the beginning i guess caused her to move out but at the same time you don't even need to do that you just have her straight into this apartment that um sandy's in and then sort of play off that i just feel like there's a lot of time wasted you know there is so many so many scenes that I could definitely take out and still understand the movie. Like, first of all, the running, obviously lots <laughs> of running scenes. Um, even though if it did play that cool, scary point of having these ghost men follow her, but it was a lot of waste of time. Her getting a job really didn't need to matter. Her, her final situation didn't really need to matter to us unless like it was obviously she was somehow rich, but like, I don't even think that was going to happen, but I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of wasted scenes here that could have been used for something else um and uh, there's also a lot of good scenes in here that could be used in the film as well like it's not like i'm retconning this whole thing i think there's a lot of potential here and i think if you swap out some of those wasteful scenes you could um be in focus with more of what the actual story is going to be about how it's going to play out making an even stronger plot twist than i saw before playing even more with the set pieces of the past and the future like there's so many things that could make this movie better and i know being edgar wright he could have done it better and i think um i don't know it just kind of bums me out because like i really did love i love almost all his films so it sucks to like see it 
see it kind of go downhill from here. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Edgar Wright. I don't know if uh, maybe you could have another go at a serious <laughs> horror film. I don't know if that's going to help you out or if maybe you'll be like, oh, that's what's what's wrong. At the same time, though, this movie had really good reviews. So I'm not sure if he's going to change his ways. It's very complicated. So I don't know. <laughs> Somebody like, needs to call. We need to call him. <laughs> I know someone needs to, you know, sit him down, intervention him. Um, make sure he knows about the Tulsa riots, <laughs> race riots. Make sure he knows uh, the implications of certain races and certain <laughs> I know like, exactly. Oh God. <laughs> but what do you? How do you feel? Do you think um, Edgar Wright should have another go at the horror genre? Or do you think he should move on to another genre? What do you want to see next from him, or do you want him to do another horror? Hmm. I don't think he really understands horror yet. To be honest. I think he had all, like, he had some ingredients, but he didn't make a horror, to be honest. He made, like, like, one scene was scary to me, and it was the reveal, and, like, to you too, like, that was it. And, like, other than that, it was, like, the images, the visuals were scary, but that's not what makes a horror, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think, I think he needs to, he needs to watch more horror movies, maybe study a little bit more before he go, gives it another go, um, or the genre another go, but, yeah, do I want to see another genre from him? Um, it, he seems to like making period pieces, because he really leaned into the period piece portion of this movie so i feel like he, if he just made one full peri- period piece movie i think we could get a really good one from him maybe a musical i'd love to see a period piece musical from him from edgar right yes because wow, he okay statement. wait you know why because he has a really good ear like he knows pacing timing like he like knows how to combine music well with like scenes. So I feel like I know musicals are totally different. I, I I'm probably offending every musical fan out there, but I feel like he could potentially be good at it. I'm not gonna say he's he's probably gonna be brilliant, but I think because he has like a pretty good knack for like pacing and that stuff, um he could potentially I don't know. I, I have high hopes for that that one. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess you have a point because baby driver is very musical had uh, all of, a lot of all rhythm in that one all his movies well, not, really? well baby driver specifically well, Pilgrim, Bob but, like, baby driver they were all like really stylistically like paced with music ah uh, i get it i get it i get it yeah, yeah. he's he's also one that has a, a very good music taste i think i think um only a few people have that and i think he's one of them that really capitalizes on it and it's really fun to see um but for me i definitely want him to go another go another time with the horror route i think he's like he's on the right track i mean like he's on the right track i think i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i'm like genuinely asking like we were i mean we were very excited for this film right um it still had the flavor edgar wright with with certain set pieces of her like taking the blanket off and like having this like crazy long blanket transition to the scenes um he really tapped into those like guest ghost men people which really was kind of scary um i just think he needs a little brush up i think he could do it i think another horror is in the works i think he is on the right track needless to say what carmela says and oh disagrees my God. With him and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> i think he's on the right track i think um just a little few things here and there maybe hit up james wan 
you know, hit up the horror people right James now. James Bond. James Wan. Oh, I was like, <laughs> James yeah, hit up, Bond. Hit up James Bond Why for the horror leads. James Bond. Horror. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he has a he has a good chance. I think he knows what like I think he was on the right track. Um, and apart from that, like any another genre from him i'd like any genre from him just as long as it's good as long as it's better and he has a better understanding of that genre and what he wants to do with it yeah i'm down for whatever he makes um still a fan just kind of disappointed with this movie unfortunately but you know the game is the game you can't win them all am i right um this is the end of our episode on last night in soho uh, quite a few flaws in this film, <laughs> if I can say that. Um, but yeah, quite a few flaws. Uh, obviously, I love Edgar Wright. I do want to see him direct more movies, and and I honestly don't care what genre it is. Um, if he really wants to solidify the position in horror genre, he should try it again. If I'm being honest. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Uh, my name is Josh Landicho, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Space Wolf. And I'm Carmel, and you can follow me at Catmella O. And you can follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. And if any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, or anything of that nature, that would help us out a lot. Even on Instagram and Twitter, we do appreciate the likes, comments, and interactions we get on there as well. We see you guys. Thank you so much. Um, we also have a program on Anchor called Listener Supporter, which lets you subscribe at any dollar amount, only if you're able to, of course. That would also help us out a lot. Um, but yeah, with that, Thank you all for listening, everybody, and keep on watching. Out for problematic scenes. Oof, Oof. ouch. Red <laughs> right. Oof, yikes. <laughs> Oof. <laughs>